Welcome back to the Neuroscience Meets Social and Emotional Learning Podcast for Brain Fact Friday and episode number 169. On improving yourself and social awareness through Dr. Perry's What Happened to You book. After speaking with Dr. Perry and Steve Grainer this week, On a deep dive of the book he wrote with Oprah Winfrey, What Happened to You, I could pick out many important lessons to focus on for this week's Brain Fact Friday, and I'll review this interview in future episodes, but if I had to pick just one, it would be to see if you can use the lessons in his book to improve yourself and social awareness. Dr. Perry reminded us that there's motor, cognitive, social, and emotional capabilities that remain unexpressed in many people, and the purpose of this podcast is to help us as parents, teachers, and coaches to understand these SEL competencies in ourselves and others with strategies that we can all use to further develop these skills that are not automatic. They require practice. I picked out six SEL competencies to focus on for this podcast, and you can go back and listen to the lessons learned from our top 100 episodes that tie in these six SEL competencies as a review. But as you're reading Dr. Perry's book, whether it's your first read or 21st read, I encourage you to think about what parts give you an emotional charge. Dr. Perry mentioned that he went back and forth from Oprah's difficult emotional stories to challenging neuroscientific topics on purpose to provide a regulating back and forth pace, just like we do with athletics and high intensity interval training. There was an intentionality to the way the book was written to help us to not become overwhelmed with the content. And they do remind us in the beginning that if we do, to just put the book down and come back to it. The end of the book powerfully ties in Oprah's story where she makes sense of her life and the relationship with her mother. With this lesson in mind, can you make sense of your own life by looking for themes of what happened to you? What themes come up for you while reading the book? If you haven't read the book yet, it's not difficult to think about things that push your buttons, whether it's at home or in the workplace. Think about your interactions with others and whether these themes show up in your life. Dr. Dan Siegel talks about being able to name it to tame it. And Mark Brackett from the Yale Center for Emotional Intelligence reminds us that we can unlock the power of our emotions with this permission to feel. Write down what comes up, and when you're ready, you can pick the one that stands out for you and clean it up. Self-awareness goes a long way here. Go back and listen to Dr. Carolyn Leaf's bonus episode on cleaning up your mental mess to help you to make sense of whatever it is that comes up for you when reading this book. She has a simple five-step process that can be used to help you to unpack and make sense of these emotions that we all have. Dr. Leaf herself uses this process to keep her mind operating optimally so that emotions are expressed and healed instead of turned inwards into toxic thoughts that will impact our mental health and well-being. This does take some time to first of all identify emotions that are bothering us and then make sense of where they came from to clean them up. But there's nothing like that feeling of having a clear mind when we're able to do this. 
You can also understand others better with this new awareness. Whether you're a teacher in the classroom, a parent, or a coach, being able to have conversations around trauma and being trauma-informed will help you to handle these types of difficult situations leading to healing and resiliency. I came across an article the day after we recorded the interview with Dr. Perry written by Allison Cook Douglas called Meeting Children Where They Are that will help you with specific ideas to apply the neurosequential model if you work with children and youth. You can click on the link in the show notes and access a 10-page PDF that will walk you through step-by-step Dr. Perry's model with tips for healing trauma that can be applied to improve the well-being of those children, students, or even athletes in your life. Can you make sense of what happened to you with this new understanding of our brain to bring clarity for yourself or how you parent or teach your students to bring you some peace, just like Oprah found at the end of the book? I hope this new understanding that Dr. Perry's neurosequential model offers can help you to better understand yourself and others, bringing you to higher levels of communication, resilience, and peace. The next time you're working and stress comes your way, think of Dr. Perry's neurosequential model or an upside-down triangle. And remember, all information comes into the brain through the brainstem through our five senses as well as interoception or your brain's perception of your body state. We must remember that our brain was designed to react to the information that comes into our body first, and we must find ways to regulate ourselves or we won't be able to reach the cortex or our reasoning, decision-making part of our brain. Do you have strategies to regulate yourself when under stress or pressure at work? If you don't have time to go outside for a walk when the pressure is too high, can you take some deep breaths and stretch for a minute at your desk? Only then can we reason and access the smart part of our brain. Dr. Perry also reminded us that creative insights are just not possible when we're under pressure and stressed on a day-to-day basis, like Oprah when she was recording her television shows. She came up with the idea to write that book when she was not under so much pressure and her creative mind opened up. Nothing beats being able to step away from your work for a minute and find a peaceful place to clear your mind and access those higher parts of your brain where we can experience those splashes of creativity and insight that are squashed while we're under pressure. I hope you've had some aha moments with this Brain Fact Friday, improving the way you see yourself and others with this new way of looking at life through the lens of our powerful brain, where we have the ability to reach incredible heights and help others to do the same. I'll see you next week with two interviews that will tie in our most recent learning. John Harmon will show us how we can map our experiences in the brain, like learning or playing sports, and how to use this understanding to improve performance while we're under pressure. And Robin Hills will give us some new ideas on how to lead and encourage others to be their best with strategies for improving our emotional intelligence with our brain in mind. See you next week. 
If you're enjoying the Neuroscience Meets Social and Emotional Learning podcast, please don't forget to subscribe so you'll stay up to date with our new episodes. While you're there, please feel free to give us a review or a five-star rating as it helps others find us. For more information on our programs, books, and tools for schools and the workplace, visit us at www.achieveit360.com. 